Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 174 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm Mike Morrison, your host for the show. Thank you so much for joining me for what promises to be another value-packed episode of the number one show for membership site owners. Today, we're talking about bad habits. In particular, the bad habits that may very well be hurting your membership without you even realizing it. You know, we see this happen time and time again. Once people get through that initial slog, that initial period of actually getting their membership site up and running, and they're in a nice rhythm and things are running smoothly, that's when bad habits can start to creep in. And some of those bad habits can actually lead you down a very, very rocky road in terms of the long-term health and the long-term success of your membership site. And the thing is with memberships, one of the best things with memberships is that because you're building your membership business on recurring revenue, recurring revenue that accumulates, that is sourced from hundreds or even thousands of members, What that recurring revenue does is it gives you a lot of cliff to walk back on if things start going wrong. Now, that's a fantastic thing, but the flip side, the danger, the downside of having so much space is that sometimes you don't actually notice problems in your membership until you fall off that cliff, until it's too late. The effect of a bad habit starting to creep in aren't necessarily immediately noticeable because the effects of doing something bad or doing something wrong or getting into bad habits aren't immediately felt from a dollars and cents point of view. So today I want to highlight 11 common bad habits that we see all of the time in the membership space in the hopes that we can help you avoid those sorts of behaviors and maybe make you aware that you're doing something that perhaps you shouldn't be doing. So let's start out with something that I feel like I talk about a lot, and that is making the mistake or getting into the habit of only focusing on the money, focusing entirely on how much you're making in your membership day-to-day, month-to-month, how much your average member lifetime value is, and getting obsessed just about that. Again, like I said, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but it bears repeating. If you're getting into the membership game because you think it's a silver bullet or a golden goose that will unlock untold riches for zero effort, then you have another thing coming. If all you care about are dollars and cents or whatever that converts to in your country, then a membership may not be for you because you're expected to show up and actually serve your members. You need to want to be in that community, helping people get results, not just looking out for number one or obsessing over the bottom line. So whether you're at that early stage of your membership or even if you're just looking ahead to a membership journey and you're considering starting a membership, Maybe you've been running your membership for years and years. If you are obsessed about the money, if that's all you care about, if that's your top priority, that is not a good place to be in. Now, of course, this isn't to say that the money side of things isn't important. Of course it is. This is a business after all. It's not a charity. You can't pay the bills with smiles and goodwill or Twitter followers or YouTube views. But remember that behind every single dollar that you earn in your membership, there's a person, a human being who has entrusted you to help solve their problems. So you need to deliver, not just sit back and count 
your cash. So getting to a place where all you care about is the money or where every decision you make is made by examining the bottom line first and not the human side of it, the people in your membership. That's a bad place to be. And if you find yourself starting to get into that mindset to go down that road, pull back from it and reconnect with the human element of your membership. Because without those people sitting behind their computers or on their devices, paying you, consuming your content, whatever, you have no money to focus on. So bad habit number one is focusing only on the money. Whether you're early in your journey and you're just obsessed with reaching this mythical mountain of effortless recurring revenue, or whether you're years in to running your membership site and you're getting a little jaded and you're seeing every single member with a dollar sign over their head. Bad place to be in. Kick that habit. Bad habit number two is becoming complacent. Now, we talked about complacency back in episode 171. Complacency is a killer for memberships because when you start taking things for granted, when you start taking it for granted that your marketing strategy is always going to work, that people are always going to keep paying you, that your members love everything you're doing. I mean, they must love everything you're doing because they're not complaining, right? When you start taking things like that for granted, you end up taking your foot off the gas. And ultimately, that ends up in you running out of steam, running out of momentum, and your business and its members suffering for it. As I said in episode 171, you should be making hay while the sun shines. When things are going well, that's the time you make the real magic happen for your membership. That's the time where you leverage the fruits of your labor. Whether those fruits are increased financial resources, more time on your hands, less of your day being spent dealing with customer issues, tech problems, and so on. Whatever benefits your success is affording you, Use that time, use that money, use those resources, use that freed up brain space, the increased bandwidth to really kick your membership to the next level instead of sitting back and just getting complacent. If you've got a lot of free time, batch produce the next six months worth of membership content. If you're making money hand over fist, Hire some staff to help take even better care of your members or invest some of that money into improving the production quality of your training or even just buying some little gifts that you can send to members who've been with you for a while or even something as simple as investing some of that money into yourself, expanding your skill set, attending events to learn new techniques or strategies that you can then pass on to your members. Make hay while the sun shines. Don't get complacent complacency can kill memberships bad habit number three is making changes to your membership for the sake of making changes to your membership this is something we see a lot it's almost the opposite of complacency so you might be one of these people or you might know someone who is always kind of doodling or scribbling away or doing something with their fingers tapping their foot fidgeting with a paper clip on their desk Fidgeting often comes from an unease with simply doing nothing, being still. This happens with memberships. People fidget. They add new features. They come up with new content ideas. They change the order of the items in their main menu on their website or the titles of their forum sections for no reason other than they get nervous or uneasy if they're not 
doing these things if they're not taking some sort of action, regardless of whether that action is actually necessary or even logical. Sometimes this is purely a procrastination technique to put off doing the stuff that's actually important. I mean, there's no possible way I can record this new course for my members because I need to go through and change the colours of all of the titles in our worksheets. Have you ever done that? You're not alone. Heck, I've even done that. But if you do it too much, if you do this kind of fidgeting, this tinkering for no good reason... It can be really detrimental to your membership. Firstly, as mentioned, it can pull you away from the stuff that you should really be doing, that you should really be tinkering with. But more importantly, it means that your membership is in a constant state of flux. Every time someone logs into your membership site, it's different. This makes them uneasy. It can be confusing. We talk about people who actually fidget. Do you know someone who fidgets? How do you feel when you're in their company and they just keep fidgeting? Makes you uneasy, right? Same thing happens with your members. Now, of course, we talk a lot about how memberships are evolutionary products. They're always evolving. They're always changing. But change for the sake of change is pointless and it can be damaging. If you find yourself always constantly making changes to your membership, make sure you have a little bit of a reality check and ensure that any changes you are making are backed by solid reasoning. Not just boredom, not just unease, not just this feeling that, well, I haven't changed it in a while, so I guess I should change it. it needs to be backed by solid reasoning and ideally from feedback from your members and data on how they're using your membership site. This is definitely a bad, bad habit you want to escape, changing things for the sake of changing it. It doesn't work well for you. It doesn't work well for your members. The flip side of this, of course, is being resistant to change. That's bad habit number four. Now, I just said, make sure that any changes you make to your membership, to the website, to your content, your strategy, your marketing, anything, make sure that it's backed by solid reasoning, by feedback and by data. But if that data and if that feedback is screaming at you, that the change needs to be made. Don't do as we see so many people do and bury your head in the sand. If the warning signs are telling you that what you're doing is wrong, if the data is telling you that what you're doing is wrong, if your members are giving you feedback that what you're doing is wrong, take action. Don't put the blinders on. Don't bury your head in the sand. Don't get into that mindset that, well, these guys don't know what they're talking about. If all the alarm bells are ringing and telling you this thing I'm doing is wrong, this content that I'm offering just is not connecting, this feature that I thought would be amazing has been a dud, you need to take action. Change for the sake of change sucks, but change where change is needed is absolutely crucial. And so it's your job as a membership site owner to be able to pass the data, pass the feedback, and apply logic and reasoning to determine what is a change I want to make just because I'm bored, just because I'm fidgety, and what's a change that I need to make for the sake of my membership. So bad habit number three is changing for the sake of change. Bad habit number four is refusing to change despite glaring warning signs. And these bring me to another bad habit, believing that only you know what's best for your membership. And as a result, 
being unreceptive to feedback. Now, if one person tells you that they don't like something, then of course you'd be crazy to drop everything and then make sweeping changes to your membership based on that single piece of feedback. However, if you're hearing some of the same things come up time and time again, and you're seeing repeating themes and issues in the feedback that you're getting from members, or from your broader audience, or through analysing the data on how people are using your site, engaging with your content, and so on, If all that stuff adds up and is clearly pointing towards something you need to do, don't stubbornly strap on the blinders and shut out that feedback and ignore that data. As a membership site owner, ultimately, of course, you are the one who knows your business the best. You know your business inside and out. And sometimes people will provide suggestions and provide feedback that actually doesn't make sense in the context of all the actual knowledge you have about the bigger picture of your business. The customer is always right, is never right. But that doesn't mean that only you know best about every single facet of what you're doing or that every decision you make is the right one. Often the things that we think will work like gangbusters when we're planning them end up being total flops. And in our own membership, membersiteacademy.com, some of the best ideas and the most popular features and content that we have came from member feedback. Not only should you avoid the mistake of shutting yourself off to feedback, you should be actively seeking feedback at every opportunity. When someone joins your membership site, you want to know why they joined. When someone leaves, you want to know why they left and what you could have done to change their mind. If someone hasn't joined your membership, you want feedback from those guys too. And you want regular ongoing feedback with any new features that you're thinking of adding, anything that you perhaps put into your membership that you're not quite sure has hit the mark. Actively seek that feedback and pay attention to it. A lot of people refuse to do this simply because they don't know how to handle negative feedback. If we could be 100% assured that every single request for feedback that we put out there would yield nothing but positive stuff, nothing but praise about how fantastic we are and how incredible our membership is, then we'd all be tripping over ourselves to seek out this kind of feedback, right? But that's just not realistic and you can't allow a fear of somebody saying something negative or not liking an idea you have. You can't let that stop you in the pursuit of feedback because feedback from the people who are actually using what you're paying for is crucial. If you're hesitating on seeking out feedback, make sure you check out episode 164 of this podcast. I've got some tips for you on how to deal with negative feedback and how to actually pass that sort of feedback to determine is this just negative for negative sake or actually is there some stuff in here that I can use for the betterment of my membership. Believing that you know best, that only your opinion matters, and closing the doors to any other feedback is a terrible, terrible habit to be in as a membership site owner. Another bad habit you want to avoid is relying too much on the content that your membership offers. Again, this is something I'm always banging the drum about. Memberships are a value exchange. If you want someone to pay you on an ongoing basis, you need to deliver value on an ongoing basis. But don't, whatever you do, confuse value with content. People don't join a membership to get the most stuff. People don't join a membership just because it has the most stuff. 
They join because they have a problem that they want you to solve, a journey that they want you to guide them through, a result or an outcome that they want to achieve. Solving their problems and helping them get those outcomes takes a lot more than just throwing a mountain of content at them. It takes so much more than that. The way in which you structure, organise and guide people through that content is more important than the content itself. And the real magic of a membership happens inside the community where those people get support, they get advice, they build relationships and so on. When you rely entirely on content to the exclusion of anything else inside your membership, then you quickly end up focusing on quantity over quality getting swept up in a content arms race, trying to hit a monthly quarter for new stuff, just adding more and more to the pile in the hope that doing so will justify someone continuing to pay you. It doesn't work like that. You need to go much deeper into what your members actually need and what it takes to serve them in the pursuit of their goals and in the solving of their problems. And again, we talk about the importance of community within that journey, within that value exchange. However, that, of course, doesn't mean that you just set up a community, chuck people in there, and then just leave them to it. That brings us to bad habit number seven, becoming a stranger in your own community, being an absentee landlord. This is a particularly bad habit if you're an expert, an influencer, someone whose business is largely built on the back of your personal brand, on the back of the trust people have in you as that expert. When you have that sort of membership, which most memberships that our listeners have fall into that category, there's an expectation that you will be present inside your community. People join for access to you. So you need to show up. Now, of course, unless you promise otherwise, people are reasonable enough to know that that access to you is within a shared community environment that, you know, they're not going to get an email with your personal phone number. They can't turn up on your door at two in the morning. They're realistic about what that access means, but they still expect you to at least be within the environment that you've created for them. You need to show up. If you can't be bothered to take part in your own community, why should anybody else? Seriously, if a restaurateur won't eat at his own restaurant, that's going to make people think that the food sucks, right? Now, I've heard some terrible advice over the years, but perhaps the biggest stinker of them all when it comes to community leaders is the suggestion that you as a community leader should avoid any direct interaction with your members so as to preserve the allure of you as some godlike expert figure perched high on top of a mountain with golden rays of guru goodness illuminating your perfect, inaccessible face. (laughs) But that's all BS, right? It's the kind of rubbish that's peddled by people who are trying to hide the fact that they're all flash and all substance. Those type of people have no business running a membership. You're not those type of people. As my good friend Chris Ducker always says, business is a P2P game. People to people. Relationships are crucial and you can't form relationships if only one of you shows up. So don't be a stranger in your own community. Now, of course, 
it's also easy to get a little carried away inside your community too. So finding the balance is key. Resist the urge to play favourites. Remember, you're a community leader, not just a participant. So you do need to act as a leader. And leaders can't play favourites. Now, this can happen with memberships that have been around for a while, where perhaps you have some members that have been with you from day one. They were there when it was quieter, when there was less conversation, when there were fewer people vying for your attention. You probably know those guys a little bit better. You've been with them on their journey. You have gratitude towards them for the fact that they've been with you from the beginning. They backed you when not as many people were. Sometimes that can materialize in a way that might seem a little clicky to anyone who's on the outside looking in to your newer members. So make sure that you're mindful of that. Continuously seek opportunities to get your newer members or your quieter members involved. Make sure you're welcoming all new members into the community, encouraging them to dive into conversations. Be mindful of not falling into the trap of only ever replying to stuff posted by the same core group of people. If you have something in your membership like a member of the month award, or if you offer member coaching calls or member spotlights and that sort of thing where you're highlighting one individual person, make a deliberate effort to do something like alternating between newer members and more tenured ones. So this month's member of the month, you may be going to look into your power users, the ones who have been here for a while, who contributed a lot to your membership. But next month, make an effort to pick out someone who joined a little more recently, who has made a quick, immediate impact, or maybe they've got some great results. They just haven't yet shouted about it in your community. Be mindful of it. Be deliberate about those newer or those quieter, those less engaged members of your community because it may well be the reason they're not engaging is because they feel shut out. Because they see you and a select group of people sitting at the cool kids table and they don't feel like they can pull up a chair and join in. Make a deliberate effort to avoid that. Work that into your processes for things like coaching calls and so on to force you into paying attention to people outside of that core group of power users and established members. And sticking with community, definitely, definitely avoid at all costs things like getting into spats with members inside your forum or your Facebook group. That's bad habit number nine, and I've definitely seen that more than I should. Not everyone in a community is going to agree with each other. And you, as a community leader, you're not going to like everyone. Sometimes even the nicest people might communicate or express themselves in a manner that just rubs you the wrong way. As a leader of the community, you're likely to be more sensitive to this, particularly if people are making comments about your membership, they're giving you feedback and so on. But at the same time, as the leader of the community, you do have a greater responsibility to be a leader and to work hard at avoiding getting annoyed with or even hostile towards members. Now, if you have real problem members who are always causing issues within your community, then often they're better dealt with behind closed doors. Don't get sucked into arguments. Don't get baited into responding in a more heated manner than you'd like. Deal with this stuff behind closed doors to avoid your community becoming a toxic place. Don't let these dramas play out publicly as they unfortunately often do. And if this is something you struggle with, 
back in episode 85, I talked in more detail about how you deal with those difficult community members. So if it is something you're dealing with right now, be sure to check that episode out. As always, the links to related episodes that I mentioned throughout today's podcast can be found on the show notes for this episode at themembershipguys.com forward slash 174. Bad habit number nine, getting into arguments, disputes, heated conversations and being hostile towards members. Real bad habit to get into. We see a lot of people doing it. And the problem is, as a community leader, you lead by example. So if you start being aggressive, if you start being hostile, if you get into heated arguments and debates with your own members, it almost gives permission to other people to be hostile, to be aggressive, to cause issues. And that just snowballs into your community being an incredibly unpleasant and toxic place to take part in. Bad habit number 10 is mishandling cancellations. Cancellations are perhaps the hardest pill to swallow for most membership owners, but truth is, they're just part and parcel of this game. When someone joins your membership, it's not a lifelong oath. This isn't Game of Thrones where they're swearing fealty to the crown. And in fact, any fans of the books or that show will know that those sort of commitments, they never quite end well anyway. Truth is, people are going to cancel. That's a fact. You shouldn't be surprised by it. You shouldn't be dismayed by it. And you definitely shouldn't be treating those members who do cancel with contempt and hostility. Because while cancellations are a normal part of the member life cycle, they're very rarely the end of the story. Someone cancelling doesn't mean they're gone forever. In fact, you'll find that quite a few members who cancel end up rejoining at some point in the future. Or at the very least, they'll spread the word to other people and help send members your way. But they're obviously not going to do that if you've made it hell for them to cancel their membership in the first place. So don't fall into the bad habit of mistreating cancellations, putting ludicrous obstacles in the way of someone who wants to leave, or punishing those that do leave with silly restrictions and poor customer service. We hear so many horror stories. Members who get banned for life if they dare to cancel. People who are made to wait two months to have their cancellation requests processed. Or people who get their access to a membership removed the second that they cancel, regardless of whether they have paid time left on their account. That one's pretty much illegal, by the way. But some membership owners get away with it. Burning those bridges can be costly in terms of potential rejoiners and... For reference, over 25% of members who leave our site at Membersite Academy return to us within 12 months. So it can be costly in terms of missed rejoining opportunities, but also costly in terms of your reputation. I mentioned those horror stories. Where do you think they came from? They came from members who were burned badly when trying to leave other memberships. So of course... They tell others about their negative experience. Word gets around. So that's bad habit number 10. Mishandling, cancellations, burning your bridges and punishing anyone who dares consider cancelling their membership. The final bad habit that I want to talk about is blindly following the advice of gurus. You know, I despair when I see someone doing something that makes absolutely no sense or that they tell me isn't working, or even is something that they don't want to do. And I ask them, why are you doing it then? And they reply, 
because this person told me to. Their coach, their favourite blogger or podcaster, the guy charging them two grand for a two-bit course. Now, your coach, your favourite podcaster or indeed the guy with the $2,000 course may very well be extremely smart people and their advice may work like gangbusters for them or indeed for hundreds or thousands of others. But that doesn't mean you should follow it blindly. The key word is blindly. You shouldn't follow that advice blindly just because they're a big name or because you bought a product from them or because you've been listening to their podcast for years. And please understand that I am absolutely including ourselves in that. The last thing I want you to do is blindly follow my advice. I don't know everything. I know a lot. I don't know everything. Again, the key word's blindly. Everything that the expert says, even when every fiber of your body tells you not to do it. Don't just go ahead and do it anyway based on nothing other than the fact that a quote-unquote expert told you to do it. Because while I am a membership expert, I'm not an expert in your specific audience. I'm likely not an expert in your specific market. I'm not privy to the ins and outs and the minor details of your business. I don't know what's worked for you specifically in the past what you've already tried and failed with, what your specific community is going to respond to. So don't follow what I said blindly. Don't follow your coach. Don't follow your podcast host. Don't follow the guy whose course you're bought blindly. If every bit of logic and every bit of reasoning is telling you to ignore me, ignore me. Don't blindly follow the advice of others, however well-intentioned that advice is. So those are 11 bad habits that could be hurting your membership site. Focusing on nothing but money, seeing your members as just numbers on a list with dollar signs next to them. Number two is becoming complacent, taking it for granted that what you're doing is the right thing. You should be making hay while the sun shines. Don't sit back and take your foot off the pedal. Bad habit number three is changing things for the sake of changing things. Technical fidgeting, moving stuff around, messing with stuff that isn't broken. You want to avoid doing that, but at the same time, make sure that you're not being stuck in the mud refusing to change despite the fact that all alarm bells are going off and the warning signs are there that something's not quite right. That's our bad habit number four. Bad habit number five is thinking that only you know best and as a result shutting out any feedback from anyone that isn't you bad habit six is relying too much on content as the be all and end all of your membership and if you do have a community don't be an absentee landlord you don't want to be a stranger in your own community that's our bad habit number seven Bad habit number eight is getting too clicky and picking favorites amongst your members. It's a great way of alienating the rest of your community. And never, never fall into the trap of bad habit number nine of getting openly hostile, argumentative and heated with your members. Handle any difficult issues or any disagreements, complaints and all that sort of stuff. Handle it behind closed doors. Don't let this stuff play out in public as it unfortunately seems to do more and more these days. Bad habit number 10 is having completely the wrong approach of cancellations to viewing cancellations negatively, punishing people who cancel and making it difficult for them to leave. Mishandling cancellations is a very bad habit indeed and bad habit number 11 is blindly following the advice of gurus. That's not to say don't follow advice but don't do it blindly if you know that what I'm telling you doesn't apply, that it's nonsense and you honestly know and have tested and have tried 
stuff that I'm advising you on, you know it's not going to work. Don't do it just because I tell you to do it. Don't follow people like me blindly. That's way too much responsibility, man. I'm not about that. All right, that's it for this episode. I hope some of this has been useful. I'd love to hear from you guys as to whether you, as to whether this has been a little bit of a kick up the butt and it's helped snap you out of some bad habits that you didn't even realize you were doing. Or if you've been in memberships and you've spotted the habits we talked about in other people, I'd love to hear, how did that make you feel? What did you do to make sure that you didn't go down the same path as those? What horror stories do you have to share or have you come across from within your own community too? I'd love to hear this stuff. Hit me up on Twitter at membershipguys or inside our free Facebook group at talkmemberships.com. Punch that into your browser. That'll take you to our Facebook group. Or you can just search in Facebook for Membership Mastermind. That'll take you to our group. Got about 10,000 membership site owners in there, and we'd love to hear about how you're dealing with the bad habits that could be harming your membership. That's it from me for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe on your podcast player if you're not already subscribed. If you are subscribed, thank you so much. You know I love you. I appreciate all of your support. If you've got a little bit of time, I always love to read your reviews and find out how the show is helping you. Five stars, of course. It's not mandatory, but it's preferred. If you're thinking of leaving, you know, a two-star or a three-star, then... No, please don't. Tweet me, let me know if you think the show sucks so I can try and like sort it out before you leave a three or, uh, two or three star review. <laughs> and if you think of leaving four stars, hey, don't be stingy. Give me that fifth star. Gotta have it. Right, that's enough begging. That's enough pandering. That's it from me. I'm out. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.